successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Also appreciate you joining me today on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. All of our shows are on iTunes, so you can check that out. You can actually get them, uh, get alerts, which is something I've been doing recently. Set all those up on the on the uh, on the Grill Nation show page. Also on Grill Nation show page, you can see photos of all of our guests. But I appreciate you listening today, whether it's via podcast on the air on 9:80 a.m. or on iTunes today. You can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. I'm also available on all different social media networks uh, as at Jason Grill whether it's Snapchat, Instagram, whatever. I appreciate you guys connecting with me on there and following me. Uh, and, and obviously, I love when uh, people send us guests throughout the uh, throughout the year. So it's it's been a good year so far. We're, we're actually uh, we've got a lot of really exciting shows planned. I want to thank our partners and supporters of Jason, our Grill Nation with Jason Grill. I'll have to say this. We're, we're taping our show today from a different studio, so hopefully hopefully the sound is working out well. We have uh, Ron helping me today, so I uh, appreciate you uh, helping me today, Ron. But our partners and supporters of Grill Nation with Jason Grill are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Andrew Bash, coast, guest coast and contributor, Ken Hertz Perry, attorneys at law, John Ken Hertz, guest coast and contributor, Catalyst, Government Affairs, Danny Pfeiffer is a contributor, The Rieger KC, Jay Rieger & Co., Ryan Maybe, guest host and contributor, Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rank. Thanks for your partnership and support of the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. On today's show, uh, we are going to have uh, Jess Hagen, who is uh, with uh, Experience Events Group in Kansas City. She's the, she's the president and managing partner of that group, and I'm excited to have Jess on the show. Uh, we, we met briefly, uh, gosh, I can't remember that. I think it was at South by Southwest. And then before that through a mutual friend, Ryan O'Connell and Jess is doing some really cool things. And we're, we're excited hopefully to, uh, to break some news on this show. She'll be joining us once a month, uh, with a really cool news segment we're going to do on grill nation. So Jess is going to be joining us on the phone today from Florida. She, she does a lot of cool things in her, her Twitter bio. Uh, it says she's creating cool events and experiences. So, uh, excited to learn more about Jess Hagen and her background and what she's doing in her profession here in Kansas City and throughout the country. So she'll be joining us in our first and second segments today. And in our third and fourth segments today, I'm really hoping to get on the show, uh, Jay Nath, who's the Chief Innovation Officer for the Mayor, for Mayor of San Francisco, uh, Mayor Lee and, uh, that is going to be an exciting interview to talk about a new program they have in San Francisco and recruiting people uh, throughout the country for their startup and residence program. And lucky enough to potentially have Jay Nath through Jeremy Goldberg, who's the director of civic innovation partnerships with the city of San Francisco on Grill Nation show today. So we're going out west. Uh, we'll hopefully have that interview for you later in the show, third and fourth segment, fingers crossed. But before we uh, we get to them, I want to start off the show today with Jess Hagen. Uh, from Experience Events Group. You can check it out at experienceeventsgroup.com. How are you, Jess? I'm doing well. How are you, Jason? 
I'm good. Thanks for joining us. I know you're a busy person and uh, always traveling. Where are you today? I am in Orlando, Florida. Um, I'm getting ready for 2017 already. Here we are, April of 2016, and we're planning 2017 with um, the North American vet community. We do a 20,000-person conference with them next year in Orlando. So we're citing the Orange County Convention Center today. So, oh, wow. um, so I'm calling from my hotel room in Orlando. We appreciate that because, uh, when people are at an airport or running around, you can't hear them as well. So thank you very much. Now, Jess, you're a Kansas city and, uh, you were a graduate of, uh, St. Teresa's Academy and you actually played soccer in college, right? Yes, that's right. Yep. I'm a, a Kansas city native. So, um, what, okay. So tell me about, um, kind of a little bit more about your background and kind of how you got into events, working yeah, events and, and planning events and making them amazing branding experiences. Yeah, so um, I actually have a master's in education administration. I thought I was going to go route of assistant athletic director, athletic director. I've always been kind of um, drawn to logistics. I coached um, after I played in college and I got my master's degree. And I actually um, started working for an events company right out of college and really liked it. I was doing sales, more on the sales side. Um, but somebody went on a maternity leave on the operation side for events, and I stepped in that role and then just continued to plan events here in Kansas City um, and then went on to work for Intercom Broadcasting, overseeing all their concerts and uh, festivals. And, so you were so um, used to radio. <laughs> yeah, so radio, right? Yeah, right. Uh, but you, you and, were more on the event side. You were more on the big concerts and FM type stuff. Exactly, right. So um, overseeing the concerts and events, what our direct consumer initiatives were, what are what ways we can integrate sponsors, how to monetize our audience that was um, you know relevant to the attendee. Um, and then after that, I started my own business. Um, I have a business partner, Ron Davis, who's amazing and has been in the uh, production world for twenty five plus years. So, um, what was that leap? What was that? Le- what was that leap like? What was that leap like for you, Jess? Um, going from uh, kind of more of the corporate environment to starting your own company. It's all in. I mean, it's a risk, but I love it, and it's great, and I feel like this is life. And you got to do what you love, and so um, we took the plunge. And so far, it's been it's been great. And so one of the things good. about your business, um, and you can check it out at, at uh, Experience Events group.com nice looking website there too is that you guys a lot of can't a lot of companies do just events in kansas city and we'll get into the next segment to some of the recent things you've been working on but like you said at the front you're in orlando florida right now planning the navc conference for next year where you guys will do production scripting sponsor parties logistics sponsor integration for over sixteen thousand attendees so you're on the road a lot I mean, yeah. you, you're traveling a lot. I, you, you mentioned to me at our coffee the other day that you're traveling about 150 days a year. So this is a this is a national a company based in Kansas City that has you know that you've you you kind of took over the role on and started just very recently, but it's a national brand. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a lot of things happening on the east and west coast, and even we're looking to do events internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to take a group of executives to. Um, to Thailand to do kind of a, a, a technology summit um, that they want to sp- 
spend some time together and do it in a place where they can really interact with each other and have a really cool experience. So we're in the process of putting that together. Um, so I was in Thailand in, in February for that, kind of citing Thailand and Southeast Asia. What, what, to, uh, what made you decide to go to, to go to Thailand? Because I've been there. <laughs> I've, I've, we've yeah. talked about this. I went to uh, to Bangkok and uh, the, the ocean there in Phuket for with the State Department person about six years ago. It's amazing yes. over there. It's a long flight, but it's it's a credible place. It is, and so I really want to be able to take my brand in internationally, our company internationally, and do events not only all over the country internationally, and then be able to be right here in Kansas City's backyard and do cool events and bring those experiences to Kansas City as well. So, you know, it's it's great. I love it. I love Kansas City. My heart's in Kansas City. Um, but it's great going to all these different places, including South by Southwest. I mean, you were there. It was awesome. Um, and we'll learning get in, we'll and get seeing into, what, what we'll get into that after on. We'll get into that after the break because I want to know what you okay. did with that, with that because that's such a huge conference. Uh, it be exciting to hear more about what you did with that conference. Uh, we're talking to Jess Hagen, who uh, is on Twitter at Jess Hagen KC. Uh, give her a follow. Also, check out her company at experienceeventsgroup.com. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for listening to Talk 980 and iTunes today and the Grill Nation show. We'll be right back with more with Jess Hagen from Experience Events Group. Thanks for listening. Running down the street like your hair's on fire. Thoughts running fast like a man on the wire. Can't stop laughing, but I don't know. I'm going crazy though. TV and the radio been watching since a baby, so I'm representing Casey Mo. Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on Talk 980 and Talk980AM.com. Also appreciate you joining us on iTunes and TuneIn Radio as well as on GrillNationShow.com, where you can find all of our guests, co-hosts, guests, supporters, sponsors, photos. Uh, we need to we need to upload one with Jeff when, Jess when she's in the studio next because uh, I don't have one of her. She's not in in the studio today. She's working hard in Orlando, Florida, planning the NAVC conference for 2017. Uh, Jess is uh, her job is to make clients make her clients look successful, and she always works behind the scenes. Although I've seen her posting more on social media, so I don't know if that's true. Uh, check it out at experienceeventsgroup.com. Jess, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. So again, refresh our uh, our listeners on what Experience Events Groups does and uh, what your role is at the company. Yeah, absolutely. So I am the president and managing partner. I do have a um, business partner, Ron Davis, who's had a production company in Kansas City for 20 plus years and been in the industry. And Experience Events Group is an event management company, and we also have the experiential marketing arm as well. So um, we're doing, we're working with a lot of brands and their activations all over the country and um, doing a lot of event planning. So you guys offer project management, which gosh, I, I, I'm not a fan of that, Jess. So I'm glad there's people like you that can do that really well um, with budget management and all kinds of stuff. You also offer event and logistics management, um, yeah. sponsor integration. What does sponsor integration mean? So sponsor integration is, for example, I'm down here in Orlando for um, North American Vet Community, 20,000 attendees. Um, we will integrate sponsors that make sense. They have sponsors such as Bayer, Perina, Banfield, Merck, Mariel, all these sponsors that are relevant to the veterinary community. We will also look at other non-traditional sponsors, such as maybe uh, wearable tech. Here you have your Fitbit, you have um, Bose um, headphones. We might look at 
a vitamin water, a Red Bull, something that um, brands are trying to access their prime demographic. And when you have 20,000 engaged attendees at a conference, it's a really good opportunity to get your brand in front of those, um, mm-hmm. those attendees. So we integrate those sponsors into the event to make the event better and more memorable for the attendee. And then also for the brand to win because they want um, either lead generation, brand visibility, whatever their goal is. And then um, the conference in turn you know, offers more to their attendees. So that's kind of what we do. It's it's relevant. It's the brand has to be relevant to the attendee to make the festival better. Um, obviously, if there's value to those attendees that are attending that conference. So since there's value, there's a money exchange. So it increases the revenue of the of the of the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a win win for the festival. They can the the, the festival slash event or conference, the attendee attending the conference, and uh, and the sponsor. Fascinating. So you guys also do creative development, destination management, and creative yeah. branding solutions. So you guys are basically just managing everything. You manage every detail. We do. We have we manage things from, we did a Merrill Lynch program at Indian Hills Country Club in Kansas City last week. That was 30 people. Um, and then we did Go Red for Women in Kansas City Film Fest last week. Kansas City Film Fest had, you know, 2,000 people. Don Cheadle. Um, Don Cheadle. We Who, saw we, him. We saw him, but we did, we did not say hi to him, or you didn't. I, I kind of nodded at him and his, his brother. How did we miss that? You were uh, you were in the, the foyer, the lobby area. I was, I was still refilling my orange juice, I believe. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, okay, so now April 15th is um, Don Cheadle Day in Kansas City, and, and Mayor Sly James did a proclamation of Don Cheadle Day for April 15th, and, and we did that at Hotel Sorella on Friday. Very cool. It was cool. So, so you guys do everything. Let's talk about some of your other recent things. You guys uh, worked on the grand opening of IKEA? Yep, we did the grand opening of IKEA. Um, this even dates back three years ago. We um, did their press conference, we did their groundbreaking, um, and then we, we did the grand opening. So You um, did the reveal of the Southwest Airlines Missouri 1737 in April. I had no idea of last year. Yeah, so uh, Southwest Airlines does um, these branded planes where it's Missouri 1 plane, so we revealed the 737. Um, so that's kind of a, a fun event to do. Uh, we had Gary Kelly, the CEO of Southwest Airlines. We had Kit Bond, Jay Nixon, and then we actually put them through TSA, boarded them up on the plane, and flew them to St. Louis and had a party in St. Louis as well. Yeah, I've always so. that, that plane's pretty cool. I've never seen it in person, but I've seen photos. Um, South by Southwest, tell me about what you did down there because every year, um, every year we go on, we go down there. I, I've been down there three out of the last four years. It's a great. It's a great networking event, and obviously you learn a lot down there about whatever industry you want. They do everything. They do sports. They do policy. They do tech. They do fashion. They do whatever. Um, right. And then afterwards, you have different cities or different organizations that have events, whether that's a reception or a uh, a party or whatnot. And so you, you helped uh, plan some of those, didn't you? We did. We did. South by Southwest is amazing. I mean, it's kind of the experiential marketer's you know, dream, so to speak, because mm-hmm. there's just brand activation everywhere. Um, we did a little bit of uh, representing KC. So we partnered with Launch KC, uh, Tech Week Kansas City, and then um, Kauffman Foundation. And Launch KC is really cool. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's very, very familiar yeah. with it. I, uh, yeah. I emceed their uh, grants competition last year. Yeah, so I was great. on stage. So maybe they'll ask me back this year, hopefully. 
Hey, that's good. Yeah. You so, can, you you know, can mic we me up, Jess. You can, you, can, uh, you can get me ready to go with one of those cool mics. <laughs> right. I will. I will. I'll <laughs> mic you up. Um, so um, Launch KC obviously is designed to attract entre- entrepreneurs um, nationally um, for a, fi- a $50,000 grant in Kansas City plus other incentives as well. So um, we had a really cool party at Parkside event space. Um, on the corner of 6th Street, and it was great. Um, so we had, you know, Kansas City kind of represented down at South By, and that made me super proud, and it was fun to work with them um, for that event. We also did, um, we partnered with the Brand Innovate- Innovators Summit. Um, we had Mark Cuban speaking at that, um, so that was pretty cool. I got to meet Mark Cuban. How come I, I didn't get invited? I have a crush on him. How come way. I didn't get invited to that? I would have liked to meet Mark Cuban. I have a sock company called Sock 101. I think he'd be interested in that. I think you would be too. Well, um, we're gonna have to make that happen. Yeah, that would have been cool. What, what did you? What day did you do that on down there? I usually leave uh, before everyone else leaves. I usually leave on when the weekend's over. I don't stay through the the, the, the weekday stuff. I know Kansas City's party was on a Monday. It was. KC, so, yeah, so that was Monday night. That. I left Tuesday. So, yeah, I can't. I can only do about three full days of that. It's nonstop. It's intense. Um, but it's great, and it was great to see the mayor down there this year on a panel and. Uh, Different, different policymakers. That's kind of near and dear to my heart. So right. we're talking to Jess Hagen, Experience uh, Events Group. Uh, you can check it out at experienceeventsgroup.com. It's a beautiful website. They'll go through their portfolio and some of the things they've worked on, their uh, services and whatnot. Uh, they work with companies and, and organizations throughout the world. Uh, Jess mentioned that she's going to be traveling to Thailand to potentially set some things up there, looking to expand their business internationally. Um, but they also do a lot of community service here in Kansas City. And Jess is a, a volunteer for Harvesters. And you were the logistics chair for Forks and Corks. I've never been to that. How is that? It is a great event. It's um, it's the 20th anniversary this year on April 28th. So it's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a great event. I mean, Harvesters is an, a great organization. And anytime you can give back to the community that um, kind of is given to you, you you do that. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. And then I'm really excited even for when Harvesters Forks and Corks turns 21, because we're going to focus, uh, there'll be some fun changes on, you know, being a, being legal at that point. Mm. So, um, there you go. So, yeah. so Jess, so tell us about, um, we have a lot of business people listening to the show today or entrepreneurs or, um, thought leaders in Kansas city or just people that are interested in, uh, partnering up with you. Maybe they have a product, maybe they have a, um, a PR company, maybe they have a, uh, marketing firm. I mean, what what's the best way to activate things, and how do they uh, how do they re- reach out to you, and how do you brainstorm, and how, how's your process? Yeah, no, absolutely. So you know, they can always email me at jhagan at experienceeventsgroup.com or you know, tweet me. I'm all over so- social media, and I'm getting more active as you've seen. <laughs> um, but the best way is to say, but you not know, not on Snapchat yet. You're going to be oh, doing yeah. events and experiences. If you're going to be doing events and you're going to be at events with like Mark Cuban and, you know, planning big, big ordeals, I mean, that's, that's the best app for you because it's a 10 second video clip. So it's, uh, I think it's the best, especially for at sporting events or about at concerts. I mean, I got on the uh, Snapchat this morning. I basically went to the Mumford and Sons concert earlier this week because how was it? You can just watch it. I mean, you're just watching people's <laughs> videos. You can keep up with people a lot easier through video than you can with posts, in my opinion. So I would recommend that. I'm, that's off off the subject here, but I think it'd be great for your company. I think um, it'd be good too. I okay, will definitely check so, it out. So 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 how would someone? How would this process work? I, I have a. I have a widget company, and I want to want to do some sponsor integration with you. Or how would that work? 
Yeah, so you would say, hey, Jess, I have this company. I want to reach this target demographic, and I want to be able to have um, my targeted consumer have a positive experience with my brand, and I want to be able to capture some information from them, whether it be um, zip code, email addresses, um, information. We would sit down and we would talk about what your target demographic is, what your goal is, um, and then we would integrate a program that would make sense. So, for example, um, let's say you're Kansas City Acura, Kansas City area Acura dealers, and your target demographic demographic is men 25 to 54. I mean, this is not accurate. So, um, this is an example. example. We got about 45 seconds left in the segment, Jess. So, okay, example. So, you know, they want to. They want to find a zip code where a certain zip code, and they want to capture those emails so that they can send out an email to that uh, to that target consumer and invite them in for to a, for a personalized test drive. Um, so we'll create an activation around that, whether it be you know at the Plaza Art Fair where they're uploading their pictures to Instagram mm-hmm. and you know uploading their pictures to instagram and so, so, so you're doing a lot of cool things i mean there's so many possibilities yeah. it sounds like um jess hagan jess hagan kc on twitter experience events group.com we're going to have you back on the show very soon thanks for coming on the girl nation show and calling in from orlando florida awesome thanks jason we'll be right back after the break thanks for listening first things first i'm the realest realest just let the whole world feel it let them feel it and i'm still in the murder business i can hold you down I just want to chill, got a sack for us to roll Married to the money, introduced it to my stuff Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today on 980AM and Talk980AM.com. I also appreciate you joining me today on iTunes and TuneIn Radio as well as on GrillNationShow.com where you can find all of our guests, uh, photos of our of our shows, all of our uh, podcasts, everything is on there. I try to update that as often as possible uh, each and every week for you. I appreciate you uh, hitting up GrillNationShow.com. Uh, I want to also really quickly thank our supporters and partners of Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Ken Hertz Perry, Catalyst, The Rieger Hotel Grill and Exchange, and Jay Rieger & Co., Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink. Thanks for your support of Grill Nation. Hope you enjoyed our first few segments today with Jess Hagen. Amazing things she's doing uh, throughout the country with her experience events group. Uh, really fascinating to have her on the show. Hopefully we'll be able to have her on again very shortly in the near future. Very excited about our next segment. Uh, we, uh, we're privileged to have on the line from San Francisco, Jay Nath, who's the Chief Innovation Officer for Mayor Lee at the City and County of San Francisco. Uh, a friend of mine, Jeremy Goldberg, who's the Director of Civic Innovation Partnerships, I met through my role working with the Kauffman Foundation uh, at the 2015 Mayor's Conference in Entrepreneurship. Um, we kind of uh, hit it off and actually have followed up with Jeremy on uh, numerous events, uh, whether it's South by Southwest or uh, different things happening. He's been a, a great resource for me on what's going on in the City of San Francisco uh, and from time to time, it's great to talk to entrepreneurs, leaders uh, such as Jay uh, throughout the country to figure out what's going on uh, in some of the other markets here in the country and on innovation, but also to uh, kind of see if there's any opportunity for people that live in the region to uh, to help out and get involved with San Francisco. They do have a Startup in Residence uh, program in the office there. It's uh, You can check it out at startupinresidence.org. But I wanted to have Jay on the show, uh, and I'm really excited to have you on. Jay, welcome to Grill Nation. 
Well, thank you for having me, Jason. So, so Jay, you are uh, you have a very interesting job there in San Francisco. Why don't you uh, first off give our listeners a little taste of your background? I know you have a very uh, very good breadth of experience uh, working in uh, in business and technology and innovation in in, in the uh, Bay Area. But why don't you get in first off into your background? Sure, and then I'll just start off by saying I do feel very blessed and fortunate to have the role that I do here in San Francisco. Uh, just a little bit of background, my focus has been around technology and consulting. So I started my career in, in, in sort of a consulting role at PricewaterhouseCoopers for several years and then uh, moved on to technology, worked at a startup here. It seems like everyone does that for <laughs> a bit here in, in the Bay Area. Uh, and learned quite a bit. I, I'd probably say learned uh, the most in those two years as I've done anywhere else. And then from there, um, I really wanted to look at how I could make impact locally in my own community, and that led me to public service. And it was something that was difficult to transition to. I got a lot of feedback from my mentors and peers and others that were questioning uh, sort of my, my move. But, you know, in hindsight, it was the, sort of the right move for me, and it's been a great decision. And I've had a fantastic time being able to help our community here in San Francisco and the region uh, think about how do we make government more innovative, more responsive, uh, flexible, more nimble, really the, the government that we all want. And that's been a really great experience and um, some of the work that we've been doing with Jeremy Goldberg, who uh, thank you uh, for connecting with him and, and all the accolades. You know, I'm really proud uh, and honored to have him on the team. He's been just tremendous in moving a lot of these uh, partnership programs forward, which we'll, we'll speak to a little bit further. But that's that's sort of been my arc, so, uh, about half my career in the private sector and, and half now in public service. Which is, which is pleasant to hear because... Uh I spent some time in public service as well, and uh, usually you don't you don't seem to last as long as some people do in private private service uh, or private business. And you've been at the uh, the city of San Francisco and, and the city and county of San Francisco for quite some time now, uh, which is really encouraging. Obviously, you guys are doing a lot of great things. Um, before you became chief innovation officer, you worked as a director of innovation. Um, and you led a lot of different innovative technology initiatives. Can you talk about some of those? I know you, I know they're listed on your, your LinkedIn page, but, um, things such as Twitter 311, Data SF, Open Data Legislation. I mean, you guys were, were on the forefront of a lot of GovTech policies in San Francisco. We were. You know, I, I was inspired by, uh, President Obama and the, and the work the administration was doing. The first thing that he did when he came into office was to send a memo out that really set the tone for the administration around openness, collaboration, and I was inspired by that and by the work around open data, which is for your uh, listeners, it's about sharing data from government, which is really, you know, citizen data, right? This is information that all of you are providing in one way or another, um, making sure that's available back, um, obviously making sure it's secure and respective of privacy, but putting that back in the comments so that anybody, whether you're an entrepreneur, a journalist, or an every everyday person can use that data to better understand how government works or to use that data to create new applications and solutions. So you can think about taking uh, real-time bus data to be able to predict when the next bus is coming. So it's things like that where, you know, there's a lot of value to be created with our citizenry. And so we launched our open data work, uh, one of the first cities to do so back in 2009. And um, it was a bet. We didn't know what was uh, going to be those outcomes. So we took a lot of uh, little risk. We did it at no cost, existing staff and resources. And just immediately the response by our community was phenomenal. We had a number of hackathons or community events. People were really excited. Just huge numbers of people showed up. 
and a lot of creativity and ingenuity and interest in engaging with government again. So that was a lot of work around data. Um, with Twitter, uh, you know, again, 2009, uh, they were just getting started, and we saw this really great opportunity. Our mayor at the time said, hey, wouldn't it be great if you could just tweet in a pothole to our city government? Right. Well, that uh, started a whole uh, path of work, and we formed a partnership with Twitter, which did allow people within a few months after that statement by our mayor to do exactly that. And I still tweet uh, uh, to our, our city saying, hey, there's an issue here. And the great thing is they have a photo. They know where it is because it's geolocated, and they can triage that and assign it to the right people to take care of. Um, so it's still in place, and we've learned a lot from that experience. But the biggest thing is let's not reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. There's great platforms like Twitter, Facebook, or entrepreneurs want to build great tools, let's work with those experts. Let's not try to create mobile uh, applications. Let's not try to create all these tools and replicate them. They're already there. People are using Twitter. People are using Facebook. Let's go to where people are. So that was a big takeaway for us is uh, let's invest in those partnerships. And that's that's real interesting that you said that, Jay, because um, you know I do a lot of public uh, kind of policy stuff at one of my businesses, and there's always people trying to, I think, especially in, in, in our neck of the woods, trying to create new um, new formats for people to share information and to communicate or to um, find solutions, like you know, like an old message board type thing. But you already have good resources out there, like Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, those types of things for people to share information. So that's that's interesting that you said that because it actually just came into conversation with me yesterday. So um, I, I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. For sure. Um, we're talking to Jay Nath, who's the um, Chief Innovation Officer of the City and County of San Francisco. Um, more information about their office is at InnovateSF.com. And you guys keep government accountable, accessible, and responsive. responsive. Kind of go through those three things because um, those are kind of core to San Francisco and your values, the accountability, accessibility, and responsiveness. Well, we want a government that works for everybody and one that people have insight into and people feel confident and trust in. And that goes to accountability, whether it's you know making sure that our programs are effective, making sure that the dollars that they're investing in government are being deployed wisely. All of those things matter, and a big part of that has been uh, the work that we're doing around sharing of data. And, again, it can be sort of operational-type data, like where the buses are and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it can also be things like our legislative <laughs> information. We have... Uh, huge, complex rules. And today, you know, you have to go to a website that seems like it was built uh, 10, 20 years ago and try to navigate through that to understand what uh, what applies and what that means. Um, and so we said, hey, why can't we change this, make it machine-readable so that computers can use this information and do some interesting things with it? Mm-hmm. And we did just that, worked with a nonprofit out of D.C., and... Uh, now there's a beautiful website, and people can take this information, create their own websites, or do a whole bunch of other interesting things with it, do analysis. And that was, for us, just a, an example of it doesn't have to be your typical sort of uh, you know, spreadsheet-type data. You can do a lot of different things with information. So we're, we're really trying to make a government that is collaborative, that's open. So 
we got about a minute left in this segment, then we'll, we'll have you on for a few more minutes to talk about, um, the startup in residence program. But, um, what, what's, what's kind of been the reaction from the citizens? I mean, are other cities kind of looking toward you guys as a thought leader on, on all the things you're doing? Cause I, I know this is happening throughout the country now where it's gov tech and, and open government and accessibility and responsiveness is really kind of catching on. Yeah, I think, you know, our community is really excited about this. When we've had events, uh, there's just been, you know, hundreds of people. We have a Code for America brigade that's really vibrant. So there's this really great, strong community here in San Francisco, and you sort of expect it. But as you said, Jason, it's it's all over the country, and that, you know, gives me a lot of hope that people are really looking at engaging in their communities, engaging with government, and they recognize that government is not for the people. It's by the people, that we need to all work together to create a great government that we're all in this together, whether you believe in a small government or big government, we need a good government, right, that works for everybody. And so technology can be a big part of that, but at the end of the day, it's about, you know, rolling up your sleeves and working together. And that's a core philosophy of ours, that we want to collaborate uh, across sectors with our community. We truly believe that those big problems uh, that we face in society are not going to be solved by City Hall alone, that we need to work with the best and brightest uh, everywhere and anywhere, and, you, and the Internet now allows for that, right? You don't have to live in your community to help uh, support your that city. You can live anywhere. That's right. We're talking to Jay Nath, Chief Innovation Officer of the City and County of San Francisco. You can follow him on Twitter at J underscore Nath. We'll be right back after the break. I want to get into the Startup and Residence Program in San Francisco and, and how people from all over the country are, are helping them uh, continue to grow and, and seeing if there's any potential ways for the Kansas City area to get involved in that. You're listening to the Grill Nation show on 980 AM. We'll be right back. I turn the music up. I got my records on. I shut the world outside until the lights come on. Maybe the streets are light. Maybe the trees are gone. I feel my heart stop. What if I hate your heart? What if you want my scars? How will we break down? What if you want Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. You're listening to Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com as well as on iTunes and TuneIn Radio and Grill Nation Show. Dot com. Appreciate all of our partners and supporters. I've been talking to Jay Nath, who's the Chief Innovation Officer of the for Mayor Lee at the City and County of San Francisco. Uh, really cool, really cool, great guy. I'm really lucky to have him on the show. Uh, you can check out more information about what's going on in San Francisco in the San Francisco's office of Mayor's Office of Civic Innovation at InnovateSF.com. Uh, all kinds of great information. I want to ask Jay real quickly. Um, let's do some uh, geography lesson here in population. So how many people are you guys serving uh, through the city and county uh, in San Francisco? I know the city is only around 50 square miles. Is that right? Yeah, it's 49 square miles. And, uh, you know, within that, within those 49 square miles, we have about 850,000 people. And it uh, seems like it's bursting at the seams sometimes. So you're kind of the complete opposite of Kansas City, Missouri, which is extremely spread out. I think you could, I think I heard a survey once or a study that you could fit Miami, Boston, London, San Francisco, all these major, major world cities inside our city limits. So our problem is really is, uh, and we have about probably around 500,000 people actually in the city limits with many different municipalities. But our problem, I think, is, is infrastructure. If you talk to Mayor Sly James, it's, it's always, you know, sewer, water, all these different things with the city being so spread out. Uh, you face different issues, more, more, you know, with with population and housing and and making sure people are getting what they need. It's just, it's it's kind of funny because they're completely different cities. But I think we're doing a lot of things too with with everything you've talked about with innovation and making government more open and responsive and accountable. So that's interesting. But just just wanted to clarify with that because I know you're a growing city and uh, 
you don't have much space, right? <laughs> we don't, and uh, we need to figure that out. So there's a, a bit of tension, as you probably read in the newspaper, about how to figure out uh, all these challenges around housing, around transportation. But you know, we're we're sort of the uh, tip of the spear. I think many other communities are going to be facing these issues, inequality issues, and and whether they're infrastructure issues that you're facing in our city and sort of underinvestment over the years catching up. Mm-hmm. We're all sort of facing those issues, and we need to collectively think about how do we finance these, how do we work with our communities, how do we work with state and federal government. All of those things are going to be important as we think about, uh, you know, renewing our infrastructure and, and building it out for the 21st century. Totally agree. Um, Jay, talk to me about, uh, let's talk about your, your program you launched in 2014. I think it was in 2014, but you've That's right. you got a new class or a new, new group in 2016, the Startup in Residence program. What is that all about? Sure. It's a really simple idea. Let's take uh, startups, which have been sort of the, the driving force of innovation in so many different industries, and apply them to government. And literally, what we said is, let's actually take them and embed them within government and uh, for 16 weeks uh, to work with us on new products and services uh, based on some of the needs that we have. And so in 2014, we didn't know what was going to happen with this experiment. Uh, so we issued a call, and we had nearly 200 startups from 25 cities and countries around the globe respond to us. Uh, this is a voluntary program, and we selected the six of the best to work with. And we, uh, over those 16 weeks, had some amazing products and services developed. I'll, I'll just share one with you. With our airport, SFO, about 50 million travelers, they wanted to improve the experience for visually impaired and blind travelers. And so th- through those 16 weeks, uh, this, this company from Vienna, Austria, helped develop a solution, a new solution uh, for people to navigate through airports and other indoor spaces. And that's been a really great example of, you know, how do we collaborate across sectors to help our community? And, um, you know, this year we're now growing the program. We're regional, so Northern California cities, about four cities total. And we had 30 challenges issued to the startup community. And uh, we've got about a dozen or so that were selected uh, to work with those four cities in our city. We've got uh, seven startups in our city working with our, our department. So all of this is happening at the same time. It's like a big class. These startups are here. They're, they're going to help us become more innovative, more responsive, all the things that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. And uh, our staff you know, are really excited uh, to, to partner with them and also to learn. They're learning from them. We have a training program to help them understand how do you work with startups, what is all of these new methodologies that are coming out of Silicon Valley that we can start using in government, like design thinking, uh, like lean startup methodology. There's a lot of great things happening that we could be doing in government as well. So part of it is more than just the product and technology. It's about the learning that can happen. And it's also about the learning for the startups. How do you work with government? We're not the easiest partner to work with, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's there's a little bit of a playbook about how do you work with government because we want to broadly we want you know hundreds if not thousands of entrepreneurs in our communities working uh, in public service to build those really meaningful, impactful applications that are going to help society and government uh, be be more thriving. That's encouraging too. I mean, just just hearing those words because you know, there's a lot of people in the country that that, that don't think the government works for them, and they're they're not. It's not accessible. It's not responsive, and uh, it's encouraging to see this people at the city level really uh, kind of being that uh, responsive government body these days. And and the easier it is, I mean, there's so many things throughout the years that you know. I was at South by Southwest, and President Obama got up and said that I wish I could 
could get all the the DMVs and make them uh, better places. So I mean, even he's just like, I can't do it. But 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 that's the thing. I mean, people people want even the littlest things is going to the DMV or uh, doing something. They want it to be easy. I mean, I have friends that have told me that they'd pay more in taxes if they could just do it all at once, or it was easier if it was you know you didn't have to go through the process. I mean, so there's all these different things. But you guys have been uh, doing a lot of different things. Well, yeah, if I could just interrupt there for a second, yeah. I think that's a really important point that you made. All those interactions, whether it's at the DMV or when you have to go down to the city hall to do something, those those interactions are really important. And so when we talk about building those inter- services for the 21st century, it's more than just you know making it bring it online and making it more efficient. It goes to trust. If we can't do those simple things right, how do we expect our taxpayers to invest and believe that we can tackle those bigger problems, right? So that it really goes to trust in government, and that's something I think more and more government organizations are recognizing. You've seen the president investing in digital services, creating two teams uh, to do this work, and I think that's going to be a big part of his legacy is modernizing government, and I think you know, other cities and states should be looking at that as, you know, a real opportunity. Jay Nath, Chief Innovation Officer uh, for the Mayor Lee at City and County of San Francisco. Jay, uh, what were some of the civic needs that you guys tried to address this year? I've got your website open here um, in San Francisco that some of these entrepreneurs will try to tackle. Yeah, we've got a really great diversity. Like I said, 30 challenges across those four cities. In our city, 17 challenges. Um, there are things like how do we help uh, improve the fostering uh, process for parents, you mm-hmm. know, both in time to navigate through that process and also for uh, finding the right fit. Uh, we've got one for coyote spotting. We've got some, a coyote issue uh, that's sort of unbelievable for people outside of San Francisco. Even within San Francisco, it's just hard to believe that we have coyote issues right. in our city. So we've Trying got to a build huge a huge diversity. We've got some around public yeah. safety. How do we, you know, what do we do after we respond to an earthquake? How do we make sure our buildings are safe? Um, so it really runs the gamut from uh, animal care and control to public safety uh, to uh, human and health services. So I, I love the fact that we have this diversity, and it gives, I think, the opportunity for, for entrepreneurs and community members to really engage in government at all these different levels. And I think that's what's unique about government. Our city, we have an airport and a zoo uh, we have to manage. So really diverse, and that's uh, something that people don't always uh, remember when they think about government, that, that diversity of services. I completely agree. Jane Ath, Chief Innovation Officer for the City and County of San Francisco. He works in the mayor's office. Uh, check him out on Twitter at uh, J underscore N-A-T-H. Uh, really appreciate you coming on the show. I'm going to have to connect again with Jeremy and, and tell him, give him a feedback on how it went. But I uh, really appreciate you coming on Grill Nation show. And uh, hopefully when I get out to San Francisco, I can meet you in person. And uh, who knows, maybe there might be another World Series down the way with the Royals and the uh, Giants. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we need some payback. No problem. It. Thanks, Jay. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. I appreciate you joining us again. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you again next week. Have a good one. Take care.